Missouri for many years. They served as the district secretary of Missouri for many years, and they now serve as the district superintendents of Missouri. And if you think like pastoring a church and being part of ministry is a lot of work, imagine like a whole state, and that is pretty much uh, how they have chosen to live their life, and we are so thankful um, that they are here with us. But what you just to update everybody, about four years ago, uh, we started a journey to find a new piece of property and to build a new church. And uh, that's because we were outgrowing a lot of things and we're excited for the next phase. But when that kicked off, it was actually Brother Parkey who came and spoke that initial like vision casting um, message to us. And it was so impactful. And I think a lot of us that were there were, were changed forever. Um, you know, by what he shared with us. And here's the interesting thing. Four years later, we're, I believe we're about to wrap that up and God's about to do some new things. And so it's so awesome that he is here with us again today to share. But what we maybe don't know is that entire four years, he has been with us on this journey. And, and he, is, he has counseled with the Dornbach family and he has prayed for us and his family has prayed for us. And so we're so thankful that he's here and we know that he has a word of God, word from God for us. But here's our challenge. Are you ready? Our challenge is that we have to receive it and we have to act on it. So if you're willing to do that, let's stand together, welcome the man of God, and we invite him to come and take his liberty. Thank you, Brother Parkey. Thank you, Brother Condren. Praise the Lord, everybody. Why don't we give Jesus just a great hand clap of praise. He is mighty, he is marvelous, and he is in this house today. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you today, and we thank you. You are wonderful and awesome. What an absolute joy it is to be here today. We give honor to each and every one of you. We love Refuge Church, and we love every one of you. We especially love uh, your pastor and his wife and family. We thank God for them. What a gift they are to this church, to this city, to the Missouri District, and to the United Pentecostal Church. And I feel like that uh, your pastor and this church, we are strategic partners together to reach this end-time harvest. And I give honor to every one of you, and I thank God for you. Turning to Isaiah chapter 62, we'll begin reading in verse number 6. I'm so glad that my family is able to be with me today, my wife and my daughter and uh, her friend, Sister Brooklyn. We're glad that all of them are here with me today. And uh, we have a son, he's married and, and um, is a youth pastor in Sykeston, Missouri, so he, he's not part of the traveling band anymore, so we pray God's blessings upon him. Amen. He is Emmanuel, God with us. I'm so glad Jesus came. This has been a Jesus celebration today. Seems like every song has celebrated the work of Jesus, the person of Jesus, the name of Jesus. And Jesus, his ears perk up when you start calling his name. Jesus shows up when you start calling his name. Oh, there's no greater name than the name of Jesus. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none of the name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. He is God with us. 
He came, he lived, he died, he was buried, he rose again. He poured out his spirit in Acts chapter 2. And he's not just God with us, he's God in us. He's God with us, he's God in us, but it gets better. He's God for us. And if God be for us, then who can be against us? I don't care what you're facing today. I don't care what your need is. Jesus can do a miracle in this house today. I came expecting a miracle. I came expecting a blessing. I came expecting the windows of heaven to open. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. And we thank the Lord for what he's already done and what he is going to do in this house. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter number 62, beginning in verse number 6. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem. Now in the Old Testament, the prophetic word of God, there was a it was a present fulfillment, a near future fulfillment, and could be a distant future fulfillment. When you hear prophecies about Jerusalem, there are things that will actually come to pass in the, in the city, the place of Jerusalem. But when the Bible talks about Jerusalem, we can also understand that it represents God's work in the world through his people and through his church. Amen. We understand that Jerusalem is the mother of us all. Isaiah says, I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day nor night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silence, and give him no rest till he establish, until he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth. The Lord has sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his strength. Surely I will no more give thy corn to be meat for thine enemies, and the sons of the strangers shall not drink thy wine for that which thou hast labored. But they that have gathered it shall eat it and praise the Lord. And they that have brought it together shall drink it in the courts of my Holiness. How many are thankful that he has rebuked the devourer in our life? Go through, go through the gates. Prepare ye the way of the people. Cast up, cast up the highway, gather out the stones, and lift up a standard for the people. Behold, the Lord hath proclaimed Unto the end of the world, say ye to the daughter of Zion, Behold, thy salvation cometh, and behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. And they shall call them the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord, and thou shall be called sought out. A city not forsaken. Hallelujah. I want to preach for a few minutes this afternoon from this title, The Sought Out Church. The Sought Out 
Church. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm thankful for what God's doing in Refuge Church. But let me tell you, the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. Can you lift your voices to the Lord right now, Lord Jesus? Hallelujah. In your precious name, God, I pray that your will would be accomplished in this house. God, I pray that your word would release faith into our heart and that the miraculous would happen, God, because you are here. In the name of the Lord Jesus, God, I pray that you would confirm your word with signs and wonders today, Lord. Hallelujah. And that, God, we would leave from this place rejoicing because our hearts have been impacted by your presence. And, God, we give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord one more great praise right now in this house. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. And you may be seated. Amen. I give honor to Brother Foster and Brother Cole and all your leadership team here today as well. We thank God for them. Amen. Isaiah, writing the prophetic word of God, says, I have set watchmen upon thy walls. That word watchman may not mean much to us in our present day context, but it was very, very important in the time in which our text was written. Because a watchman played an important role in the security of ancient cities. It was the watchman that was placed at the highest point on the wall. And he was given the responsibility of scanning the horizon. Looking for approaching friends and foe. The city depended on the watchman to see, to sense what they could not and alert them to potential dangers and opportunities. 24-hour watch called out the status of the city, which brought a reassuring calm to the population. The leaders of Israel were compared to watchmen as they were positioned by God to look out for the spiritual interest of his people. God said to Ezekiel in Ezekiel 3.17, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. Another word that's used in the Old Testament regarding prophets is the word seer. Because that watchman was a seer. That prophet was a seer. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 17 says, Obey them that have the rule over you, and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls, as they that must give an account, they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Paul told the Ephesian elders in Acts 20, 28, Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you an overseer to feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. Amen. Isaiah says, amen, there have been watchmen that have been set on the wall. Amen. To look into the future and see what God's prophesied future is for the church. Amen. And he said that watchman on the wall, amen, is going, amen, to declare what he senses and what he sees until God 
does what he promises. Until God makes Jerusalem a praise in the whole earth. Hallelujah. Let me tell you what God's been doing in Restoration Church for the last four years. Amen. I'm sorry, Refuge Church in the last four years. I go to Restoration. Amen. When I'm home. Refuge Church in the last four years is not just about you. And it's not just about your church, but it's about worldwide revival. Hallelujah. Isaiah said, amen, I'm not going to quit prophesying and I'm not going to quit praying until God makes Jerusalem a praise in the whole earth. Hallelujah. I thank God for every miracle and I thank God for every breakthrough and I thank God for every soul that has been been impacted by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. But God is at work in this church and the best is yet to come. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. The seer on the wall, the watchman on the wall, yes, he would look for danger that was coming. And people could rest in the fact that somebody was looking out for them. And they could call down to the city, stop what you're doing, grab your sword, shut the gate, get ready because an enemy's coming. And that was one of the roles of the watchman. But in this text, amen, it's not danger that he sees coming, it's opportunity. It's revival. It's break. Because not only would the watchman see the enemy coming, he could see the caravan coming. The caravan that had the spices and the caravan that had the fabric and the caravan that had the tool, the caravan that had what the community needed. And he could call out and say, you know what? Amen, your answer is on its way. Your miracle is on the way. You can't see it right now, and you can't sense it right now, but from an elevated view of faith and understanding, amen, I see it coming down the road. So we can dance in advance right now because the miracle is coming. The miracle is coming. Amen. The watchman declares, I see Jerusalem, a praise in the whole earth. I see refuge, amen, impacting not just liberty, but Kansas City and Missouri and worldwide revival. Oh, somebody clap your hands. Hallelujah. I'm looking at young people that God's going to use. I'm looking at middle-aged people that God's going to use. I'm looking at elders and seniors that God is going to use. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I see something coming. I see something coming. Don't stop praying. Don't stop believing. Don't stop walking by faith because God is up to something. Amen, I love Missouri, and I drive a lot of Missouri. I drove 43,000 miles last year in Missouri. Hallelujah. So I've been every, down every back road. Missouri is a special place. Hallelujah. You drive across northern Missouri, and there's a little town called Marceline. Anybody ever heard of that? little town called Hamilton. 
little bigger town called Hannibal. Anybody know anything about those towns? Anybody know anything about Marceline? Raise your hand if you know anything about Marceline. What do you know about Marceline? Walt Disney. How many know about Mickey Mouse? Walt Disney was born in Marceline. Man, this is the head of the class right here. This is the smart section. Who was born there? James Cash Penny. J.C. Penny. Anybody ever been there? Hannibal, Missouri. Anybody know anything about Hannibal? Mark Twain was born there. And somewhere between all there, John J. Pershing was born. see the magnitude of a small move of God to position us for worldwide Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. But when the hand of God is upon you and when the hand of God is upon your church, Hallelujah. Who knows what God is going to do. Amen. I look at your young people. I watch your children pray. Hallelujah. Amen. That's that, that child that just ran out to Kids Rock or whatever it's called. Amen. That was so excited about getting there. Maybe the very child, amen, that is sent around the world. Amen. To be the light, to be the hands and the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, Refuge Church. Amen. I see something coming and I'm not going to quit praying. I'm not going to quit giving. I'm not going to quit declaring until we see Jerusalem become a praise in the whole earth until we see refuge impact Kansas City. Hallelujah. I thank God for Gary, amen, Dornbach and his precious wife. God has put them as watchmen upon the wall, amen, to see and to sense and to say what they see coming. Hallelujah. And sometimes we see through a glass darkly. And sometimes that changes. Even the Apostle Paul, amen, had a vision of a man saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. But when he got there, it was a ladies' prayer meeting. But he didn't give up on what God was doing, even though God had a circuitous path to lead him to his ultimate destiny. Amen. And sometimes God takes us through a circuitous path, and we don't always know where he's taking us or how it's going to work out. But if our hand is in his hand and our ear is tuned to his voice, God will never fail us. God will never fail you. Amen. God will lead you to your desired and his prophesied and preferred destination. Hallelujah. But I would propose to you that you, you are a watchman on the wall to the world that's around you. Amen. You are a seer to those who cannot see. And you are someone who can declare 
what God can do when they are entrenched in their sin and their shame and their mistake and they don't know how to get out and they don't have any hope in their life and they find themselves in this season saying, I I don't have any hope. My life is dark. Amen. That load is heavy. Amen. But God puts you on a wall. God puts you in a factory. God puts you in a school. God puts you in the line of that checker. Amen. At Walmart. Amen. And you see, amen, they don't know there's hope. They don't know there's a way out but all of a sudden you as a watchman on the wall say you know what there's hope for your life there's hope for your circumstance God will help you God will forgive you God will heal you God will put your life back together God will give you purpose Hallelujah. If you're here today and you stumbled into this church, amen, and you've got, you're loaded down with sin, you're loaded down with circumstance, let me tell you, Jesus loves you and Jesus cares about you and Jesus has a plan for your life. If you believe that, clap your hands. Hallelujah. And so God puts us on the wall. Amen. To sense it. You ever sensed something that you couldn't yet see? Sometimes God lets us sense it and then God lets us see it. Amen. But it's not enough to sense it and it's not enough to see it. We got to say it. Got to declare what thus saith the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Keep speaking revival and keep speaking breakthrough and keep speaking deliverance and keep speaking hope and keep speaking about a better day. Keep speaking about what God is doing in this end time earth. Amen. The watchman on the wall, day and night, day and night, said, Hey, amen. God is going to make Jerusalem a praise. In the whole earth. Amen. But there's a second, there's either a second function of this watchman or a second person in this, in this text that I've read to you today. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace. Day nor night. And then there's a colon. And it says, ye that make mention of. That, that, that comes from one Hebrew word which means to remember, to keep in mind for attention or consideration. The phrase is referring to one of the principal court officials in the monarchy called a masker, or reminder or the recorder. The ESV puts it this way, Isaiah 62, 6 and 7. On your walls, O Jerusalem, I have set watchmen all the day and all the night. They shall never be silent. Period. You who put the Lord in remembrance, take no rest and give him no rest until he establishes Jerusalem and makes it a praise in the whole earth. Amen. There was a male secretary that would work with the king. And when the king would make a promise, the secretary would write down the promise of the king. And the secretary had had permission to come into the presence of the king and say, Sir, I just need to remind you of the promise that you made, amen, yesterday and the day before. Hallelujah. 
and for him to come in the presence of, king, of the king and remind him of the promise he made. He wasn't going to get, get his head cut off because it was his role as the one who caused the king to remember. He was the recorder. He was the one that would come in and say, hey, I'm going to give you no rest because I need to remind you of what you promised. Isaiah, using that same imagery, hallelujah, said as watchmen on the wall, amen, as people who can come into the presence of God, not that God has forgotten because he hasn't forgotten. He is faithful to his promise. But I can come on a Sunday in need of healing, and I can say, God, I've come to remind you that you're the healer. I've come, amen, needing his help, and I can remind him you are an ever-present help in time of trouble. I can come into the presence of God and remind him God you promised in time revival you promised a breakthrough you promised peace that passeth understanding you promised never to leave us or to forsake us and I've come just to celebrate in your presence today Hallelujah. Why don't you lift your voice to the Lord right now and just declare what he is. Declare his promise right now to you. Hallelujah. God, I haven't given up. God, I haven't thrown in the towel. But God, I'm still going to pray. I'm still going to declare. Hallelujah. 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 So the watchman declares, here's what I see. The watchman declares, here's what I sense. And then the intercessor gets a hold of it and says, I'm not going to quit praying. I'm not going to quit interceding until we see everything that God has promised for us. And you see this partnership, amen, even in the person of one, amen, or in the role of one or two or three. When it's declared, thus saith the word of the Lord, all of a sudden somebody starts getting a hold of it and starts praying it. Hallelujah. Amen. You're in the pew and all of a sudden your faith, amen, begins to rise because of the word of God. If you'll get a hold of it with prayer and say, I'm going to give him no rest. I'm going to give him no rest. I'm going to keep coming before the throne room of God and say, it's me again, God. Hallelujah. Does anybody have some things you're still praying about? Why don't you raise your hand right now? You've got some things you need God to do in your life. Would you just close your eyes right now and open your mouth and talk to the Lord and say, it's me again, God. Hallelujah. Go ahead. Hallelujah. Let's call upon the name of Jesus right now. Amen. If all you know to do is say Jesus, say Jesus right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I want you to come boldly before the throne of God today. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name. Come on, intercessor. Come on, prayer warrior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep on praying. Keep on believing. Go ahead. Let there be a sound of prayer in this house right now. Let there be a sound of prayer right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God. I'm going to give you no rest until I see my son saved. I'm going to give you no rest until I see my daughter saved. I'm going to give you no rest until I see a light in every city. I'm going to give you no rest until there's a thriving apostolic work in every community. Hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hell gets nervous. Hell gets nervous when you start praying like that. Hell gets nervous when you start operating in the Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Day and night. Day and night. Day and night. Give him no rest. Give him no rest. God, we're not going to be satisfied with a little breakthrough. We're not going to be just satisfied with a new building. We're not going to be satisfied with a new location. As long as there are neighborhoods that are still under spiritual bondage, as long as there are people groups in the world that don't know Jesus, our mission is never done. And so we keep praying, we keep working. We keep developing. We keep sending. And our foundation is not pie in the sky. It's not even just a preferred future. It's a prophesied future. Hallelujah. It's a prophesied future. Because the Lord has sworn by His right hand and by the arm of His strength Surely I will no more give thy corn to be meat for thine enemies, and the sons of the strangers shall not drink thy wine for that which thou hast labored, but they that have gathered it shall eat it. And praise the Lord, and they that have brought it together shall drink it in the courts of my holiness. The prophesied future is this, that God will reverse the curse. I have any testimonies in the house? That before you found Jesus or Jesus found you, that everything you did was cursed. Hallelujah. But you found your way to Jesus. And all of a sudden you begin to experience unexplained blessing and favor that you don't deserve, that you didn't earn. Hallelujah. But the favor of God was upon you. Hallelujah. And God worked things out for you that shouldn't have worked out. They call it redemptive lift. Hallelujah. Jesus in you affects everything. It affects your family. It affects your health. It affects your finances. It affects your well-being. Jesus affects everything. But Jesus said, in this place, I will reverse the curse. In this place, I will turn it all around. In this place, the plague is going to stop. In this place, God's going to say, wait a minute, devil. Wait a minute, devil. You've had them too long. You've had them long enough. Amen. They're going to be free today. They're going to be set free today. Hallelujah. I think we ought to have a praise break right now. If Jesus has set you free. Hallelujah, in the courts of his holiness. In the courts of his holiness. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. If he did it for you, he'll do it for your neighbor. If he did it for you, he'll do it for your friend. If he did it for you, he'll do it for that person that you encounter today. Hallelujah. The sought-out church is a place where the curse is reversed. Amen. But look what it says in verse number 10. How many want to be the sought-out church? You want to be a sought-out people? You want to be so full of Jesus that people realize that you are, you're a resource when they're in trouble? I want people to know that I've been with Jesus. Here's how it happens. Verse number 10. Go out. Go through. Go through the gates. Prepare ye the way of the people. Cast up. Cast up the highways. Gather out the stones. And lift up a standard for the people. A sent out church will be a sought out church. Hallelujah. We're not just going to sit here and wait for people to show up. You're not going to sit in your new, your new location and wait for people to show up. You're not going to sit in your new location and wait for them to find you. Hallelujah. But when you become a, a sent out church, you'll become a sought out church. Hallelujah. He said, go through the gates. Go through the gates. Hallelujah. Amen. Prepare ye not the way of the Lord, which we want to do, but we want to prepare the way of the people. Hallelujah. Build a highway. I would propose to you that you are the highway for the world to get to Jesus. Hallelujah. I want to make it make it easy for them to get to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. They may not come, amen, to a church service, but they may drink a cup of coffee with you. Amen. They may come to your house for some apple pie. Amen. They may meet you at the fence row. Amen. Or at a coffee shop, and you make it easy for them to get to Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift up a standard. Wave a banner. There's hope in this dark world. And his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Refuge Church is doing that. I see it on your faces. I heard it in your song. I see it in your, your, your demeanor. There's hope for our city. There's hope for Kansas City. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we've got a message. Everybody say we've got a message. Hallelujah. Verse 11. Behold, the Lord hath proclaimed unto the end of the world. There is no ghetto that's too far gone for Jesus. And there's no... We used to have a place in our town where all the doctors lived, and it was called Pill Hill. Because it was all where all the nice houses were. Sometimes we don't have any faith for that place either. 
I don't care if it's Pill Hill or if it's Skid Row. Hallelujah. We've got a message that works to the end of the world. Behold, the Lord hath proclaimed unto the end of the world, say you to the daughter of Zion, Behold, my salvation cometh. What did the angel say? Call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Where Jesus is and where Jesus is working and where Jesus is exalted, amen, it's going to be a sought-out church. You see, salvation is not a what, it's a who. Because if you read the next line, behold, thy salvation cometh, and behold, his, his, it's a who, his reward is with him and his work before him. Amen. We're not waiting for salvation to come. Anybody ready for Christmas? Salvation is here. Hallelujah. And his name is Jesus. Jehovah has become our salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His reward is with him. And his work before him. Hallelujah. You want a resume of Jesus? Hallelujah. Here's the introduction. But John said the world wouldn't contain the books. It could be written about what Jesus did simply when he was here as a man. But he's continued to write the story. Hallelujah. And because of Jesus, hallelujah. We are redeemed. Because of Jesus, we're the holy people. Who, me? It's you. Preacher, I don't feel, I don't feel holy. I don't, I don't have a holy, I don't have a holy resume. Neither do I. But he does. He does. And when you when you get Jesus in you, you get to hold up his resume. You get to present his holiness. You get to present his goodness. I, 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 I didn't deserve this. But Jesus did a work in me. Jesus did a work in me.
Why would you want me to hold you under? He said, Preacher, you don't know how bad a person I've been. And I want to make sure that that old man is gone. And he was able to tell him, Amen, you're going to come out of here a new creature. Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And you're going to be part of the holy people because of what Jesus has done. Hallelujah. He went to baptize him, and he just stiffened up and just stayed down as long as he could. Hallelujah. And God filled him with the glorious gift of the Holy Ghost. Redeemed, holy people. Had a man one night, I was standing in evangelist quarters. And I uh, got out of the car, and he was right there. And he had a tattoo right there, 666. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. He asked me, he said, is this the radio station that gets rid of tattoos? I said, no, sir. I think it's across the street. Hallelujah. I don't care what kind of tattoo you have. I don't care if you have 666 across your forehead. That doesn't matter. Hallelujah. Because Jesus doesn't work in our heart. Hallelujah. That washes us white as snow. Hallelujah. He can go to heaven with that tattoo on his forehead as a blood-washed, redeemed child of God. Redeemed! Holy! you about Jesus who would have thunk it who me Bless you. talking to every person in this building don't let your past don't let the enemy condemn you because you would not be here today if the Spirit of the Father had not drawn you into this house, and if Jesus did not have a plan and have a purpose for every one of us. Redeemed, holy, sought out, and not forsaken. Sought out, church. Is a church that has the message of Jesus Christ and it's filled with people. Church is not the building, the church is not the location.
The church is the people that have been redeemed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. His death, his burial, and his resurrection. Hallelujah. We've repented. We've been baptized in Jesus' name. And we've been filled with the glorious gift of the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit living inside of us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's lift our voices to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Let's call upon that name that's above every name. Hallelujah. Call upon the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He's present today. He's present today to help you. He's present today to encourage you. He's present today to lift you up. He's present today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I've come to seek and to save the lost. That was me. That was you. Hallelujah. He sought us out so that we could be sought out. So we could be light. And we could be salt. So we could have an impact. Hallelujah. Stand with me here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With every head bowed, every eye closed. Amen. So everybody lift a hand and say, Preacher, I need, I need a Savior today in my life. Hallelujah. I need Jesus to do a miracle for me today. Hallelujah. He's here today. Right where you are, why don't you begin to call upon the name of Jesus and just say, Jesus, I thank you. Jesus, I praise you. Hallelujah. Go ahead. <laughs> Hallelujah. In this place today, God can do a miracle. God will. God is going to do a miracle. Hallelujah. Some of you intercessors just got a hold of that. Today, God is going to change your life. Today, God is going to reverse the curse. Today, God is going to push back the darkness. Hallelujah. If you need a miracle, you want to be part of a miracle. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to step out of your pew and come quickly to the front of this building. Come pray. Come pray. Come with this church. Hallelujah. In mass right now. Hallelujah. Let's come expecting. Be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Maybe invite somebody right now and say, would you like to go to the front and pray today? Do you need a miracle today? Hallelujah. Just press into the front right now. Let's make this whole room, amen, a prayer room right now. In the name of Jesus, you need healing in your body. Amen. God will heal you today. You need forgiveness of your sins. God will forgive you today. You need the infilling of the Holy Ghost. God will fill you today. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, saints of God. Just be sensitive to the Holy Ghost right now. Than any other name. It's the one I Hallelujah. Want. 
I speak the name of Jesus over your circumstance. I speak the name of Jesus over your confusion. I speak the name of Jesus over the chaos in your life. I speak the name of Jesus over the sickness in your body. And I command to leave in Jesus' name. I know it may not tire Yeah.